2-1. All right. Welcome back to the Speak Your Peace podcast. My name is Ian McNaughton, Big E here, uh, joined by SYP creator Scott Conkin to preview the 2022 F1 season. F1 season starts this week. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we were trying to figure out how to do the intro for this, and uh, we finally did it because Scott's going to talk about Formula One. But no, seriously, Scott, how's it going? What's what, 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 what's happening, King? What's happening in my life? I can tell you I'm not watching F1 because I am no expert, but I admire those that are. Um, things you're, are good. You're, yeah. you're telling me that you are not getting up at uh, – what time is it this weekend? I think it's 6 a.m. 6 a.m.? 6 a.m. On, on Sunday morning. No, 8 a.m. Sorry, race starts at 8 on Sunday in Bahrain. Sunday morning, I might be up at 8 a.m., but to go to work. So I probably won't be up to watch F1. Maybe we'll throw F1 on the TV at work. There you go. That's that's the baller yeah. move. Uh, what you what what is What's something in the last week, Scott, that you're comfortable sharing on the podcast to talk about? And talking about, um, I'm going to the weekend concert in Vancouver, August 23rd. So go check that out. Um, there are still tickets. There are still a lot of tickets available. I was shocked. I was expecting to get there two days late from when it got the tickets got released. Expect, expect it to be sold out. It's not the case. Um, tickets are going for as much as two grand. Okay. And as little as 60 bucks. You know... It, it brings up the the debate of like, because obviously like BC Place is like the biggest venue you can have in Vancouver, BC exactly. for a concert. Yep. I mean, he could also just do Rogers and just charge a, a higher ticket price and just have a sold out arena. Yeah, but I don't know if that's his that that's the point of what he's trying to do. I think he's I don't, trying to yeah as many people because again you look at all because again he changed it was supposed to be in Rogers Arena. This is like after hours concert tour was supposed to be in Rogers and he changed it to BC place knowing because again, now it's a combined after like hours before dawn tour. It's like a big thing. Um, but he's, I think he wants to maximize the amount of people that can get to see him and props to him for doing that. Cause um, he was, well, he was supposed to do two shows. Wasn't he in Vancouver? I think now he was two. Yeah. And now he's only doing one at BC place. Yeah, but again, with, that's with a lot of his tour stops, he's done that, and he's only gone to one venue, but it's gone to a much bigger venue. Well, he, he's combining it, really. He's combining, like, the two days into one at BC Place. Exactly. And again, Doja Cat's going to be, the like, the feature artist before him, so... Oh, hell yeah. It, it'll be... Yeah, hell yeah, is right. It'll be a full, like, four or five-hour, like, spectacle. I'm, look, I'm very much looking forward to it. Kind of like uh, right before I come back to Kelowna for my, quote, fifth year of school, so... So yeah, that was exciting. Bought those tickets this on for uh, Saturday. Nice. Yeah. So, um, cause I mean, SYP creator Rav and I are going to go to the Canucks Red Wings game on Thursday night. Nice. Look, little content for us. A little yeah. content. Well, you know, I was kind of tempted to like. There are tickets going for the Canucks Devils game tomorrow. Was kind of mm-hmm. tempted to go see that because of Hughes brothers yep. rivalry. Hughes plural. Hughes, the Hughes, the Hugheses. I wanted to go see the Hugheses, um, but uh, I'm saving it for Thursday. Rav and I are gonna go. Um, Detroit's really been uh, stinking, very very stinky. Uh, are the Red Wings after their game Saturday? I think we we'll play Edmonton tomorrow. Uh, we're recording this Monday night, by the way. So uh, Tuesday, I think is when Edmonton's playing Detroit, cool. and then. And then uh, Rav and I get to go uh, on Wednesday, or no, we get to go on Thursday, and and then I get to go cover three Silver Tips games in three nights. So I get to I get to see four games in four nights. It's pretty good. Are they all in Everett though? That's the real question. Uh, so Red Wings Canucks in Vancouver, yep. Silver Tips at Vancouver. So I'll be in Langley Friday night. Oh. Good. Okay. Vancouver, Vancouver in Everett Saturday for our third, third three, uh, small dog races. Because what we do in Everett, this is our third uh, intermission, third time this year we're doing an intermission race featuring dogs on the ice. Okay, that's the Canucks, cool. Canucks do that a lot. Well, we do it too. Okay, the Canucks aren't better than we are. Okay, 
Um, but we're doing corgis. Oh, interesting. Okay. So Some corgi, corgi races. Corgi races on Saturday night. And then Sunday, it's in Everett against Spokane. Nice. Okay. And it's our mascot mania, which means we will have a first intermission hockey game featuring local mascots. Gotta love it. it. And there, there is possibly an Ian McNaughton appearance coming in mascot mania. It's not confirmed yet, but I have, you know, put myself out there. They said, would you be interested if needed? And I said, I'm happy to help wherever I can. Uh, I have my skates with me. I have my sticks with me. You're not saying kidding. it's gonna ha- not saying it's oh. gonna happen, but <laughs> oh, this is real! I cannot wait to see this. Well, the other so the other thing too that I've been talking about, you know, with the silver tips is um, like we need like a staff hockey because that would be great content. It's just like a staff, a staff yeah, like a staff shinny on the ice or something like a staff scrimmage. Oh, okay, yeah, that fuck that'd be, get me in. And I and I don't know how many people actually in our office have experience like playing hockey like proper employee right. like i don't sure. know i think i might be the only one who's actually got some real like organized hockey playing experience right and i just want to dominate so much in a mascot game in a shinny game you should, you should just play ball hockey with your 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 colleagues and just rip them apart no, no, I want to get on the ice. Like, I want, like, to take the biggie, like, like pond hockey experience from yeah. Christmas and oh, transfer God. that to Everett. <laughs> oh, that would be, that would be great to see. That, that's I what, that. that, that's what I'm wanting. Don't know that it's going to happen, but there is the possibility of it happening. So, uh, including, yeah, I'll be going to four games and four nights this week. Um, it's tough when you're a busy man like myself. It's tough when you're a wanted man like myself, you know, when you got all these obligations. Um, nice question for you. I, I, I'm interested. So Saturday, yes, I don't think I have the shirt. I think it's in my dryer. Um, I got it. I got a shirt. I found a shirt in my closet. I have no idea where I, where I got it, but I found a shirt. It's got like a little sneaky turtleneck. Okay. And I think I, I don't know if I sent it, uh, I sent a photo of it to you. What are your thoughts on turtlenecks? Because I got a mixed reaction wearing that on Saturday night in Everett. Oh, what I think I saw, I saw a picture in your story. Um, I did see it. Um, thoughts on turtlenecks? That's a, that should, this should be an Instagram poll question. Um, it should be, but I well, all I'm going to say about it is if you can pull it off, you kind of know. Um, okay. If you can pull it off, pull it off. Uh, it's It requires the right outfit and the right kind of jacket over it you're not going to wear turtleneck in the summer you look an idiot but um in the summer no in the summer no and you gotta you can't wear it with shorts that's also a big red flag so yeah um, like i I, like i i had my um i i had like my jacket white shirt turtleneck nice nice black pants hey if you can pull it off you can pull it off right so okay drops to you for i didn't actually get a proper i mean i have to see it in person but Look, I, I don't know. Would you wear a turtleneck? That's my question. No, it's not my no? style. It doesn't suit me. Okay. No. It's, it's a little bit, I was going to say, I think it's a, like a little bit, uh, you know, boomerish, if that makes sense. Like a little, it's a little old school, the turtleneck. It's right? older. It's old school. Yeah. But I think depending on who you are and kind of, again, I hate, you know, hate to stereotype it, but like certain body builds wear it better than others. If that makes sense. Like, you know, some people are kind of built for it. Some people aren't. I'm not. Some people are. So. Well, I think you would be able to pull it off. Not, not the way I would think. Okay. Or expect, but thanks. I appreciate that. I appreciate the hype, but um, I don't think I could do it. Well, you know, speaking of Formula One, um, I don't know if you know, but the new season of Drive to Survive came out. Ah. Uh, on Netflix, I haven't got through it yet, but I think I'm I'm about like two or three episodes away. And I don't know if you know who George Russell is. Doesn't ring a bell. Okay. Um, I had the realization while watching Drive to Survive of how similar you are to George Russell. Picture this guy. 
Yes, pull him. Google search him. Very nice personality. Good looking guy. Thanks, man. You know, great hair. Oh, okay. Like, kind of, well, like, not kind of looks like me. I, I get like that's what I was kind of like there's a there's a couple of sh- like shots in the movie of him like yeah. going out with like nice jackets and having like some nice clothes okay. and it's like Scott would wear that like that's something Scott would wear okay. and it's and and I'm thinking now like that's who uh you know George Russell reminds me of is right. my friend Scott Conkin ah that, that's a he's, a he's also George Russell also in really good shape like that dude's got like <laughs> A, a 12 pack i'm pretty sure is what george russell has there you go that's, that's so, that i gotta i gotta live up to some ex- expectations now damn well the well the other you know comp formula one comp i have is that um you know armin syp creator guy armin i think he kind of looks like max verstappen i've made that comp a couple of times Max Verstappen. I think but so. Like, but like, you need the right oh, angle. Yeah, yeah, we've had this conversation before. Uh, like, maybe a little you, bit. A little bit. Like, you need the right angle with him too, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's all about the angles. And, and well, and Verstappen has longer hair than Armin does, and it's, you know, it's hey, not always. Armin had, Armin had long hair for a long time. Did he? I can't remember. I only. Yeah, I can he only... had some wicked flow in grade eleven. I can't remember that far back. That, I, that, I, 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 I always, I always just assume like, I always just, you know, think of Armin with like, you know, gelled hair to the side. That that's what I think. Yes, that's, that's what he's known for now. And that's what a lot of pictures of Max Verstappen look like, but he had, he had some flow back in his heyday, back in his prime in grade 11. So I was going to say, so yeah, Armin kind of reminds me of Max Verstappen. You kind of remind me of George Russell. Maybe yeah. that's going to be my new thing is like comparing all my friends to formula one drivers. The F1 drivers. Yeah, that could be a fun game, fun SYP game show. That could be a good drive. podcast segment. Yeah, could be. Um, okay. Um, let's talk about some real news, some real stuff that happened. Um, Heritage Classic was on Sunday, uh, an outdoor game, which yeah. apparently the Buffalo Savers were the home team in for some reason. Uh, I think Hamilton's geograph. Well, oh, it's close, but is Buffalo geographically closer to Hamilton than Toronto? That's the real question. Isn't Hamilton technically in the Greater Toronto area? Well, yes. Uh, I, I guess that I guess that's more of an answer for somebody from Toronto or Hamilton to answer. Yeah, I think. I think Hamilton's tro- closer to Toronto. I think you're right. I think you are right about that. So um, that game, it was played at Tim game was played at Tim Hortons field. Um, the Leafs uh, stunk. Uh, I think they, I think the final score is five, two. Uh, Michael Bunting got tossed out. Uh, Austin Matthews uh, did something against Rasmus Dahlin that I would have done uh, with my brother playing road hockey, hits him in the head with a cross check. <laughs> Matthews gets suspended two games. Um, here's, here's, here's the thing. I, I know all these people are, are critical about, you know, fighting in hockey and, and violence and all this sort of stuff. You know, as someone who played a lot of, you know, road hockey and garage hockey with my brother, fighting really solved a lot. I think fighting really like, you know, a, a lot was, was solved and figured out through fighting and through fighting, through punching one another. It's an interest, a very interesting statement considering what's happening in some other parts of the world in this point. I agree with you in the hockey. Oh, well, you good. You don't have to take it that far. I was just thinking of it from a hockey context no, of like no. needing to get your yeah. emotions out. I agree. I agree. I mean, was was that really a fight though, or was that just Matthews cross-checking Darlene in the head? It's kind of what it was. I mean, my first thought was like, okay, like. That's not really a surprise. You cross check a guy in the head with force. You're going to get a suspension for it, as you should. Yeah. I don't care, I don't care who you are, even if you're – I mean, he's Austin Matthews, so he's one of the premier players in the game. I, I just – I'm not surprised. It's more It's more the, like, I'm not surprised, I'm disappointed. 
But like at the same time, I also kind of wish that Austin Matthews would just let loose more often. Would just maybe not maybe not in that regard of you know yeah. cross checking a dude in the head. That's probably not the best way to go about it. But uh, you know, don't be afraid to throw a punch here and there. Throw don't be afraid. Don't maybe, be afraid. I think all his his um all of his emotions have just been adding up. He's been compartmentalizing it. They finally just snapped one day. Perfect. So now we've got yeah. Now we can set out two games. He can just hang out at home and we're in his uh his uh, York Street apartment in Toronto. I don't know if that's where he lives, but where do we where where do we think Maple Leaf players? They don't definitely don't live in Hamilton. No, I think they either live downtown Toronto because you you'll, you'll see like a lot of guys like take subway and stuff. Even in New York too, like they'll take the subway to games. Okay, but Austin, no, but they're not taking like Austin Matthews is not taking the subway to a game. Right. He's not. Right. I they do that. It, but... They do that once a year as like a post on Twitter or Instagram. Like, yo, hey, we're normal people. We're taking a subway. We're taking right. a go oh, train. Don't they like always? They have that like outdoor practice. They have to take the subway too. Yeah. I, um, do that. I feel like a lot of the NHLers would live in. I don't even know. Like Etobicoke. Probably Etobicoke. To be honest, yeah, probably. Or well. Uh, I was going to say Scarborough, but they're probably on the west side of the city by the airport. Yeah, I, I'm going to no. say either. I'm going to say Etobicoke or like maybe 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 York, like you say. Um, yeah. Basically, the Leafs didn't play that good of a game. Uh, maybe the Buffalo Sabres are better than we kind of well, think they are. Almost, I'm going to give Alex Tuck some love because he's been, I think, yeah. almost a point per game player with Buffalo since he got traded to Vegas from Vegas. He's been pretty close. And I mean, he is from upstate New York. Yes. Which helps. But I just think, I just think it's a, you know, a, a good, I mean, maybe not a good change. I mean, not the best change for Tuck because he's going from a competitive team in Vegas to Buffalo, but like it's working well for the Sabres. Um, they get yeah. the win yesterday. Um, they're still probably nothing really. Um, the Leafs, should we talk about the Leafs a little bit here with their performance? Like, I think, I, again, I, I'm not, we talked about this, I think, last week or two weeks yeah. ago. I'm not sold in them as a playoff contender, but no, I'm kind of in the same again a week, a week later, and nothing's really changed. Mm-hmm. To be honest, like, goaltending's a concern. Um, I feel like they need another defenseman on that team, especially a right shot that can play some physical minutes. A guy like Josh Madsen, who we'll probably talk about later. Um, or and there's a couple other guys on the market that they could look at. Klingberg's another guy. Um, it's just going to – I don't know what they're going to do in Leafland. It's – yeah. We're a week away from the deadline. Yeah. You could make an argument that they need a goalie. Um you can Another make the box forward even. Pardon me. You can make, even get it like a bottom six forward on that team even. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what you do to fix it outside of just improving the defense and goalie with Toronto. Um, and not to say that the Heritage Classics should be the end all be all for you to make changes. Like this has been a trend for like the last month with this yeah. team. Right. Um, it's it's not great. Um, the the Heritage Classic in itself, outside of the hockey game, um, I thought was okay. I watched a bit of yeah. it. It looked cold. I'm glad I wasn't there as a fan. Um, I think it was like coming down hard with snow for the first like period and a bit, based on what my, I saw. Minus ten degrees Celsius. Not nice. great. Lovely. Um. Would you would you sit in an outdoor game for your team? Yes, because it's going to be an, it'll be in Southern California, and I'll be wearing shorts and t shirts. So I should have yeah. rephrased that better. Would you spend like five, not five out, four hours outdoors in the cold, uh, watching your team play in an outdoor game if your team played played? Yeah, I I think I would I I would have loved to I think I would have loved to have gone to like the big house in in Ann Arbor when the Leafs played the Red Wings. That would have been cool. I, I would well that's the um most 
uh, had the most the largest attendance for a hockey game ever. I think. It was like uh, I'll pull, I'll pull that up, but see. I'm pretty sure it was. I remember that that set a record, if I'm not mistaken. Um, a lot of college football games get those numbers just because their stadiums are that big, but hockey games never really do. It was okay, so it's tied for the number one game all time. Uh, both the Big Chill at the Big House, which was an outdoor game between Michigan and Michigan State men's teams, got 104,173, and the 2014 NHL Winter Classic with Detroit and Toronto got 104,173. Kind of a bullshit game because Toronto won on a shootout, but whatever. I'm not. I, I, I'm not. You know, petty about it. Eight years later, you're, you're not bitter anymore. No, That's no, good. I'm I'm not bitter that um, you know. I think it was was it James Van Riemsdyk who scored the game winning goal. It was actually, yeah, I think it was I think it was Bozak actually. Oh, I think you're right. See, I know my I'm a hockey expert. What can I say? Uh, yeah, uh, Bo Tyler Bozak with the game winning goal. Tyler Bozak. Um, yeah, I thought the Heritage Classic was fine. Yep. It was a game. It wasn't really meant for you and I. It was meant for the people of Toronto, I figured. And, yeah. uh, you know. Was, yeah, I will say it was cool seeing the Canadian women's team out there. And I think they sang the national anthem. That was yeah, a cool did. change. I didn't expect that. Didn't they did expect like that. a little kumbaya type, you know, swinging back and forth. I thought that was really nice. That was nice. Yeah. That was a good change of having just one singer. I think they were supposed to have like Alicia Cara sing the national anthem or something. I'm not, I don't remember exactly, but I think she was doing an intermission. Uh, show, oh, that's, I feel like. that's what it was. You're right. You're right. She was there. She was doing an intermission uh, show and somebody else was doing, uh, there was another uh, singer who was doing something, but I don't know exactly who. Um, yeah. Um, Good for the Sabers. Tough look for the Leafs. Uh, that's that's our I guess our winter clash winter classic notes. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you want to do the the, the Manson trade? Because there's a bunch of hockey. Not a well. Next week there'll be a bunch of hockey stuff. It's not really a lot of NHL stuff going on right now. Not yet, uh, but it's gonna ramp up really quickly here. Um, your boy Josh Manson traded uh, from Anaheim to Colorado, not, not quite an in-division trade, you know, nope. not quite, but uh, in conference and Manson to Colorado for defense prospect, Drew Hellison and a second round pick in the 2023 draft. I believe the ducks are retaining 50% on Manson too, if yes. I'm not mistaken. Retaining half. Yep. Uh, Scott, you can give me a quick rundown on the Manson trade and your thoughts on it. Um, so again, two ways to look at it. I will say the return the Ducks got was very good. Hellison is essentially Josh Manson 2.0, but a little more skilled, a little less physical, but still very good defensively in his own zone. Uh, right shot guy. He played for the in the World Juniors 2020. He was really good. Um, and 21, he was there as well. Drew Hellison. He's really good. Um, expecting good things. He's a second round pick. Of Colorado, and then they get another second round pick in exchange for Madsen, who is a solid physical shutdown kind of defensive guy. He, him, and Fowler played a lot of minutes together, and they're good buddies. Madsen, he was also a captain on the team, and he that's partly why I'm upset. He was very loyal to the team, and they kept him um, in place. So they they made a deal with Vegas, so they so Vegas wouldn't take Madsen. And they'd take Theodore and Clayton Stoner and look where Theodore is right now on the Golden Knights. So a little bittersweet. I'm a little hurt by it, but it's a business. I, I get it. It sucks, but Hellison should be in the lineup in two years or so, and he'll be good. So, yeah, Hellison, 20-year-old Boston College product. He has four goals, 21 assists in 32 games with BC this year. Uh, played for the U.S. national team at the Olympics uh, in February. Who got one assist. Um, I think Manson is a fine defender. You can't, you kind of know what you're getting with him. Um, but on an Avalanche team that is loaded with defensemen, he's going to play 
he's a top four defenseman playing top six minutes. Yep. And and it's just it's, it just makes the avalanche that much better as yeah. if they, you know, as if they already were having issues. Like yeah. this team this team's loaded. This team's looking really good. Um, I don't know how you stop them. If if they get a Giroux, if they get a some type of insert top six forward name on the trade bait list, um if they get a top six forward, I don't know how you stop them, to be honest. I know Madison for a bit, but he'll be back. And man and Manson's a guy who's just gonna like he's a guy you want on your team in the playoffs. Like you don't want to be going against him no. when it comes to the postseason. For Anaheim, this feels like a kind of toss, not a throw in the towel, but maybe like a light toss in the towel on this season. Um, you know, we'll see if they trade. We'll, we'll see if they trade Lindholm. We'll see if they trade Raquel. Um, I think Raquel of the of the guys that are possibly on their way out. I think Raquel is the most likely to go. Yeah. Unfortunately, but again, I think Lindholm stays. He's too valuable to not keep. And yeah, Zellweger's coming up quick, but he's going to be Lindholm or kind of that one-two on the left side. I don't know. I don't think you I don't think you get rid of Lindholm. I, think you... I wouldn't get rid of Lindholm. I, I think you, you would hopefully try and extend him and, and make him a, yep. you know, a, a part of this rebuild, if that's what he's interested in. Um, yep. I mean, you already you have Jamie Drysdale, who's already getting a ton of action as it is. Like he's NHL ready and he's looking yeah. good. So right. he's beyond NHL ready. Yeah. So I'm I, I'm, you know, it, it, I I'm not really too like. From the Ducks' perspective, I wouldn't really be too upset. It, it kind of is what it is. And, yeah. you know, you're kind of, you know, setting yourself up for the future, which is where this team is at right now. It's just making sure that the future is covered. And Hellison, I remember or Hellison most from 2020 World or 2021 World Juniors. World Juniors, yeah. And he, I remember watching him, like, you know, the shutdown defender. And it's just like, Jesus, like, who does this guy, you know, who's this guy's NHL team? Like, God, this guy yeah. looks really good. It's like, I think oh. he played with Cam York. I'm pretty sure that was the D pair. Possibly. And it's like, oh, this guy's a really good shutdown defender. I wonder which NHL team has his rights. It's like, oh, obviously it's Colorado. Cause why wouldn't Colorado have their rights? Like, yeah, no, the, the avalanche are ridiculous. And I, yeah, I don't know how you beat them. So I don't mind this move for Colorado. I don't mind this move for Anaheim. It makes sense. I want to have this conversation though a little bit with you because so Florida's in the market apparently for Quadruple. That's the sure. rumor that's going around. Sure. If I'm the Florida Panthers, I don't think I'm moving Owen Tippett for a deal with Quadru. Why not? Because I think Owen Tippett is that guy who you need to keep, you know, sustain success in this division. I don't know if Giroux is going to re-sign in Florida after this year. And even if so, he's got to take that like a discount so he can, you know, play with Barkov, I guess, is who he like. Yeah, I guess you could well again the thing with the Giroux is that he's very unique. He can play all three forward spots. So that's and that's what makes him so effective in Florida. And maybe he'll like being in Florida. I don't know. Barkov, Huberto, Ekblad's a great. They got a great core there. Plus with Knight, Knight, Bobrovsky, whoever's playing in net doesn't really matter to be honest. They're both really good. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting to see what's gonna happen. I don't know. I, could, I, I don't know. I like Owen Tippett. I just and I know this is a really tough forward group to crack. Like you're, you know, even just look at the bottom six like for Owen Tippett just to try and get in like yep. the third line for the Panthers, Mason Marchman. Yeah. E2 Lusterer. And, and I didn't get that name right, but he's a really good center. Sam Reinhardt. Yeah. Like again, all, I mean, other than outside of Reinhardt, those two are relative no names, but you watch them play. 
they're just so oh I, I it's like whether it's the Joel Quenville system um that was implemented before he got released or whatever it is but they're just so damn good I know and that that's kind of what I'm wondering with um like Owen Tippett like I just feel like you know with how the NHL is too it just like having to under a salary cap where you can't pay everybody and if you're gonna you know trade for Giroux you're probably gonna have to try and re-sign him in the offseason and he's probably not gonna come for a cheap figure that's kind of what I like Owen Tippin with instead of trading him and some other draft picks for Drew if you're Florida but that's just me sure but again here's and here's this whole debate and this is I think this is a good conversation to have is that do you and we've talked about this at length before Again, a guy like Giroux hasn't won a cup. And if he thinks he can win a cup in Florida, I can almost guarantee you'll take less money to win a Stanley Cup. I can almost guarantee that. Again, you look at Colorado. McKinnon's making, what, six and a half million? Yeah. Which is a joke compared to what he should, he should make well over 10. The amount, of, the amount of value he brings to that Avalanche team. And again, you look at all the guys in Colorado, they've all taken less money because they think they can win together as a group. And I, again... I think Florida should start doing the same thing. I think Barkov might make nine five. That's but that's it. I don't think so, anyone on the team. So Bar- so Barkov's making ten. So he so Barkov's making ten, it is 10 of okay. an extension starting next year. Right. Uh, uh, Huberdo, he's got one more year after this one. Sam Reidhart's got two more years after this one. Sam Bennett's got three more years after this one. Carter Verhage, he's got three more years. So according to Cap Friendly, the Panthers have a projected three point five million in cap space to work with this offseason. This offseason. This offseason. Okay, so it, it's going to be tight. They're going to have to move a player, someone with a little bit of a high cap. And just t- what's Tippett's salary? Because my guess is it's higher than it should be. Owen Tippett, he is 23 years old. He is making 863000 this year, and then he's an RFA next year. So, they're, again, they're probably not going to re-sign him. Yeah, probably not. Well, I guess it's hard to say. But, again, a guy like Tippett, it's, he's unique because, yes, he's not overly proven, but he, again, depending on the team that takes him, he could be a really good, valuable asset, depending how he gets developed and who he plays with. Um, you know, you know who uh, the Florida's do the Florida Panthers do have in their system that is uh, tearing it up this year is Justin Sorty, former Vancouver Giants prospect, now with Edmonton. Um, dude's yeah. just crushing it in junior this year. So there's another guy in the Florida system who's going to come up in a couple years and it's like couple years and be good. Yeah. I mean, speaking of guys in the system, Anton Lindell is basically the next Barkov, and he's also on that team. He's a rookie. Yeah. First year of his rookie contract. It's a, yeah. The Panthers um, are nuts too. Well, and again, you know, you and I have our Calder Trophy talks. Like fucking Lindell, any other year, if he wasn't going up against two Red Wings, Zegris, Michael Bunting. Bunting. He's probably a Calder favorite. Yeah. If, if it's not for an exceptional year of rookies. Exactly. So that's what's interesting, I find, with, um, Florida and the whole Tippett for Giroux debate. Um, I don't know. I just like Owen Tippett. I think he's somebody who in the next few years, if you want to keep having sustained success, he's a good, cheaper, of more affordable option than what Giroux would br- provide. But you get more top-end talent with uh, Giroux than you would with uh, Owen Tippett. So- and again, Giroux with the right players is a game-breaker. And he's ha- he has playoff experience. I think that's something that Tippett doesn't have. And yeah. that Florida might see is very valuable, especially because Florida hasn't really made any deep playoff runs in their, like they've been to second round, but they haven't really been past the second round mm-hmm. other than one year in 96. But so very interesting, very interesting to see. They're a team that I'm going to keep, keep an eye on this week and see what they do. It's, it's also interesting because I think we're setting up right now. I think if the season ended today, Florida would play Toronto in the first round. Oh, that's right. They would. And if the Panthers don't beat the Leafs in the first round. That's bad. That's a little cause for concern, I would think, considering how well they've that's been doing bad. this year. 
Agreed. But again, also, Florida should definitely beat in a series. Uh, how how things stand right now, Florida should beat Toronto. They should in that should. series, but we'll see. Is Maybe there another? Is I was gonna say, is there another name or another guy? Just you know, a a, a little preview here for trade deadline next week. Is there a, a guy that you're kind of interested in, or you're kind of intrigued to see if he gets moved or not? Kinda. Um. I mean, I could. I could talk about a bunch of guys, but one guy that really like Klingberg's a big, a big guy, a big name that I've kind of I'm very intrigued in and seeing the price for Manson. I don't even know how teams are going to be able to afford quote paying for um, a guy like Klingberg. Like you're going to have to give up first round pick and a top prospect and probably like an act, an active roster player, someone solid that fills the need in the organization. Mm-hmm. And I don't know many teams that actually have that, to be honest. Well, and then at the same time, um, have to re-sign Klinberg in the offseason. Yeah, exactly, because he's on, it's his last year. So, like, there's only a, a, a few a, a few teams that can actually, like the Red Wings, for example. I'm sure, like, you know, would have what Dallas is looking for, and like a first round yeah. pick prospect player. Yeah. And Detroit's just not going to do that. They're not going to do that. I don't think so, there's a reason to. They're not ready. They're not in the right spot. No, but I, I guess my point is, like, any one of those teams that if you check off all the boxes, like, has cap space, has a first-round pick, has the prospect to give up. Like, there's so many boxes to check off. And then I, I just don't know how it happens or works. Um, yeah. especially now with Dallas coming back into this playoff race. True. <laughs> I mean, That's, yeah. But like they talk about him going to Toronto, for example, right? Sure. And I mean, I don't think he's the defenseman that they need. I agree. He's not. I think they need like, uh, like people were, I was talking to someone a couple of days ago about Chickering going to the Leafs. I almost like that more, but the thing he's not again it's not the same like that's not what the Leafs need no well better he's better than Klingberg but in terms of sure but, but but I guess what I'm saying is like if I'm Toronto like I'm looking for a like almost like a Chara type D guy who yeah is just, who is just well, going to who is just going to kick your ass for 20 minutes a night and Chara's like, you know Charles like 20 like he, he's not playing 20 minutes a night and he's obviously no. not the same player that he was like two or three years ago but so, but a defender like that of like i'm gonna like, kick your ass and you're gonna feel it the next yeah game. like madsen would have been great in Toronto. yeah got, like, he, like well i'm just looking at this trade list now justin braun colin miller um there's a lot of def- there's a lot of defensemen in this um on the trade bait board that are very intriguing options. Um, you could even say like wrist align and yeah, he's more an offensive guy, but can we talk about that contract by the way, that extension? Oh, the, which one, the wrist align contract? Yes. Oh, he's terrible. I mean, the flyers are just a joke this year, but, but you said like you were like excited for that trade because you thought like it would yeah. actually be a good trade. For I the thought wrist line needed just needed out of Buffalo and he'd be good. Oh, and was I so wrong? Um, yeah, I, I mean, like somebody like Mark Giordano, I think would be like a, a, a good fit for the Leafs. I think he's going back to Calgary. I don't think so. I agree. You know, you don't think so? No. I think he's going to, I, 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 I don't, he's going somewhere. He's going to a contender. Mark Giordano is going to a contender. I just don't know which one. Which one? I would Colorado, say Colorado would be a great fit for Giordano if they didn't do the Yeah, Manson. but they don't need him anymore. They got they got Manson. No, no, no I'm just that's what I'm saying. Like if it wasn't for the Manson deal, oh, they could have agreed. Yeah. He'd be a good fit. He'd be like a good like mentor to Byram and Makar even a little bit. Yeah. And and I mean, like that's who I think like would be a good fit in Toronto. Yeah. Um Rent Kulak, Brent Kulak could go to toronto i feel like that would be like a guy who's like you know affordable but again, in in division though that's that's the that, thing that's the biggest issue yeah 
even like Ben Sherratt, I could almost see going to the Leafs. But, but here's the thing. That's, this is what I love about like the, the, the discourse of like people saying like, you know, Ben Sherratt's worth a first round pick. It's like, is he? Somebody's that's, trying to... that's the price for a, a, a defenseman though. That's for Ben Sherrod, I if, if I'm the Leafs, I think I'd rather just have my decor and just have my guys instead of paying a. But again, pick. you look at the price that the Avalanche paid for Manson. They basically paid, you know, paid two second round picks for Manson. And if he's like the kind of the guide, um, Sherrod's going to probably be similar, if not a bit, maybe a bit less. So again, that would be a single first round pick for Sherrod straight up. Right, I would think so. I, I, yeah, I, I couldn't do that. Um, because again, I'm just looking at this at the trade bait board, and you won- know, I know, and I know. Here's the thing: I know, like, if you haven't been watching the Red Wings, and you know, you see Nick Letty on there, you might talk yourself into a little Nick Letty, and it's like, please do, please talk yeah. yourself into Nick, Nick yeah. Letty. I would love yeah. to hear you guys talk about Nick Letty. Take him off the wings. Yeah, of course. I mean, he he's the reason why Red Wings fans think that Cider should be a, a Calder Trophy winner is because of the fact he's had to play with Nick Letty. But is, 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 let's be real. Is Cider carrying Letty or is Letty carrying Cider? Cider's carrying Letty. Oh, by a – yeah, okay, good, yeah. By so, like, people are saying, like, this, like, Cider is doing as well as he is because he's having like, and he's having to play with Nick Letty. Like that, that's the, that's the argument with Cider. Um, I don't know. I, I, you know, what dumb team I could see trading for a first round pick for Sherrod is the Oilers. That seems the like de- <laughs> that, that seems like something that's definitely up there, Allie. Um, yeah. But do they still have their first round pick? I think they do. I. I think did, they do. Did the Sharks not get it? No, no, Kane was for a second or third round pick. No, Kane got released. Oh, that's right. You're right. And then the Oilers signed him. Yeah, right. You're right. Yeah, so the Oilers have their next three first round picks. And Ben wow. Schwartz there. There you go. So maybe the Oilers will get – but the Oilers need a goalie, though. They don't need to – well, actually, they need everything. But The Oilers need everything outside of, like, top six forwards. Yes, agreed. Top six centers. They could use – Actually, no, their winger situation is fine now. But so, um, anyways, that and I mean, Colin Miller isn't is a guy I wouldn't mind taking a, a run on. He's an he's a, that's a lot of money though. I know Miller. That's that's what I'm worried about. That is a lot of money for that guy. Colin Miller. Like, I'd even I'd almost because Justin Braun is no Colin Miller. Yes, but for just under two million, I would rather have Justin Braun over Colin Miller. Probably. That's probably fair. Um, he's someone like the Leafs. Like, it would be a decent fit with the Leafs, too, I feel like. Agreed. He could play with, like, Riley or, well, okay, Muzzin's hurt now, but. Yeah, but, but Muzzin. Yeah. He could, he could carry Justin Hall. I think Justin Hall would carry him, to be honest. <sighs> Anyways, enough about the Leafs. Uh, we talk about the Leafs too much on this podcast. Well, I know. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, Neither of us are Leafs fans. We need we need to get Shmuel on here for a, for a Leafs. Well, we t- well the problem is that we talk too much um, Leafs, Oilers, Canucks. Um, Actually, you know, I, I do want to ask you about the Canucks. Sure, go ahead. Let's talk about um, the Canucks. Who? So I'm seeing there's three Canucks forwards on this trade bait board. Who is most likely to go? Besser, Miller, or Garland? So I'm hearing that Besser is apparently the most likely guy to go. Okay. Again, I think we've talked about this. I wouldn't trade any of those guys. But it sounds like Brock, you know, it, it sounds like Brock Besser is the guy. Prince Charming is going to be the guy out if they, de- if they decide to make a move. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know who, like, they talk about Besser going to like New Jersey. I don't see that. That's not a fit. I don't see. And I, well, I I don't think it makes sense for either one of the teams. Nope. So 
I mean, let's be real though. The return for Brock Besser would be very high. It's hard to would, find. Would it? I, I feel didn't. like I feel like Besser is one of those guys that's like more valuable to Vancouver than anybody else. If that makes sense. Yeah, if, but again, I, I, I've used it too. Sure, sure, but I, I've I've said this example on the podcast before. Big E going into baseball here. Remember Michael Saunders, outfielder yeah. for the Manners. They didn't want to, you know, nobody wanted to trade him because of the fact that he was like a, you know, a prospect that they recruited and they found out of Victoria and he was like an outfielder. He could, you know, play defense. He was a good enough hitter. Like we can't get rid of this guy, but the, he was never good enough. Right. And you get, and they got rid of him like way too late and sent him to Toronto. And it's because like, well, because of all the work that we put in as a team to find this guy, we can't get rid of him. Yeah. When it's like, nah, you can just get rid of him. It's fine. You can just move him, on, move on from him. Um, right. Brock Besser is obviously better than Michael Saunders was as a baseball player, sure. um, but I think that's kind of the thing with Vancouver, where it's like Besser is more valuable to the Canucks than anybody else in the league. So that's why I think it's a, that's why they're going to rate him higher and they're going to you know ask a lot for him because they think of him so highly. Sure, but again, a lot of teams will can will do that. I think. Besser, it's hard to find guys that can shoot the puck like Besser, to be honest. And you're not again. You I kind of, I kind of, I kind of wish he shot more. Oh, I agree. He, like, his rookie, his rookie year was unbelievable, but and he hasn't been able to replicate it since. But um, yeah, Besser's a heck of a shooter, and I just don't know if. Well, I shouldn't say that the Canucks don't put him in the right spots because they do. That he's on the power play, but. Um, I just don't know if he's being used correctly. And I think a change of scenery might actually help him as a player. He has taken uh, 152 shots in 54 games. So he's taking like three shots a game. How many of those shots go in the net? He's got a, an 11.2 shooting percentage this year. That's pretty low. Which That's is actually... Which is actually, uh, it's l- lower for every season he like every full season he's had, except mm-hmm. last, uh, except 2019-20. Interesting. So like he shot 16 percent uh, last year in 2020-21. Right. He shot 16 percent in 2017-2018. Yep. Shot 16 percent in nine games in 2017. He shot 12 percent in 18-19. Okay. I don't know. I just feel like he he's a good player. Yeah, he is. Um, he should be shooting the puck more than three times a game. Agreed. It should be at least four or five. Yeah, and um, I don't know. I I mean, eighteen minutes of ice time sounds about right for him. Yeah. Mil- Miller will pro- Miller. I feel like would probably be the most valuable player because he does have the versatility. Kind of like oh, I absolutely one. agree. I, I can all you can almost make an argument for outside of Chikrin, Miller's the most valuable player on this trade bait list. Miller, Giroux, Chikrin. I I make the argument that uh, Miller is more valuable than Giroux. Okay. Just because uh, of his intangibles, oh, sure, Giroux brings that too. But I don't know something about like Miller's elevating teams, and he plays those like he plays twenty minutes, but he plays that twenty minutes like hard. And I mean, you look at what you know Tampa with him was unbelievable. The Canucks have been lifted because of him essentially. And if he goes to a team like oh I don't know, dare I say Colorado or like Minnesota or even like Carolina, that would be. Oh, Brock like, Besser in Carolina? Oh. oh, I'm thinking JT Miller. Or JT I mean, Miller. Sorry, you said Miller. I was thinking Besser in my head. But yes, Miller. Yeah. yeah. It's, well, Miller, again, he's like Elias Lindholm, right? He just, like, you can put him anywhere yeah. in a lineup and he'll do well. And he'll do well. Yeah. That's in, yeah. Lin, Lindholm is essentially an untouchable in Calgary now. Oh, yeah. But it's like the same thing of like this guy can play center and wing. And yep. he can play for, he can play top line. He can play third line. He can play power play. Hell, he, you know, if you need him to do some PK work, he can do PK work. Oh, I'd have Miller on my PK for yeah. sure. Um, we'll do a little goalie talk here. You know, Thomas Grice 
is available. Um, the goalie market who, is very suspicious this year. I was gonna say I don't know who the, like who's actually available. I think you can make the argument that uh, is Halak the best goalie option this no, year. No, I'd say Alex Alex Georgiev or Samsonov in terms of goalies that are available. Okay, I'd say Georgiev because again Shesterkin's stupid. In New York, and, and yeah, Shesterkin's really established himself. Yeah, he's ridiculous. Um, Semyon Varlamov, maybe. I don't know if the Islanders want to give him up though. Like, I don't think they do either. That's... Who do they have behind them? Like no one really. Well, that's the same thing with like Anton Forsberg, where it's like I don't think like if the Senators want to get rid of Forsberg, great, but I don't think they really want to because he's actually been their best goalie this year. Agreed. Yeah. So, so. they're. It's it's not the best time to want a goalie at Edmonton Oilers, at Toronto Maple Leafs. Nope, not a good goalie market this year. Good defenseman market this year, I must say. So that'll be fun. Um, and you know, I guess you could also say the Red Wings might be interested in a goalie if Alex Nedeljkovic wasn't uh, just shitting the bed um, when he starts. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, that's a good point. That, that trade has not uh, aged well, has it? Uh, Nedeljkovic. Well, I guess Bernier's not even on Carolina, but... Nope. Not great. Not great. Um, Scott, we do have some mailbag questions, but is there something else that you want to talk about before we... Uh... I was just going to say, we should see what this mailbag's going to give us. Some Give us some goodness, maybe. Oh, you like goodness? Um yeah. Uh, who's your who's your 2022 Formula One champion? Who do you think's uh, gonna win it all this year? Uh, is Sebastian Vettel still a race car driver? He is, but he drives for a shitty Aston Martin team. Okay, so he's not gonna win. Um, no. Ooh. Do you want me to hear? I can pull up some betting favorites for you. This is Scott sure. talking F one, um, which you know, great content. Or you can do some March Madness predictions too if you want. But I like I, I think you. Oh, I got I got Villanova beating Mich. No, not Michigan. Uh, I have Villanova. Villanova's gonna beat Gonzaga. I think I have Gonzaga beating Villanova. Oh, look what's at that. Your, what's your what's your favorite upset? Oh, uh, there's an 11 seed that's really good. I think they're in the Midwest or the East. Oh, what's the team name here? I, I got to pull up this bracket again. Um, You're going to pull up your bracket. I'll pull up some F1 betting. Um, see, I tried doing mine online, but then it didn't, it didn't, it felt illegal. It felt illegal doing an online bracket instead of writing it out by hand. Cause I don't have a printer here. Yeah. You're, you're the OG. Um, I'm yeah. old. I'm old school. You fill it out with a pencil, you write it down, you scribble, you know, here and there. Yeah. <laughs> And you carry it with you all week to flex on your, you know, and, and you have, yeah. you have one bracket. The, the, the first one you do is the real true bracket. That's the there one you go. go off of. Yep. Couldn't agree more. Um, who's your, who's in your final four? If you can pull it up. I actually have not made an official bracket yet, but oh, wow. I, I looked at Keefe's not that Keefe's had any influence on my bracket. Um, he is not. And Keith, um, obviously, well-known uh, college basketball oh yeah. guy. Like, he clearly knows what I, he's talking about. Oh, yeah. Absolute expert. Um, my final four includes Kentucky. Oof. Out of the East, which might be a cold take. Um, Gonzaga. Villanova out of the South. And then, ooh. I'm going to say I'm going to say USC. Okay. There. Um I think that makes my biggest upset USC over Auburn. Is my is that, your, is that your favorite uh upset that you have in the tournament? No. No. Um ooh. Michigan over Colorado State. That's a good one. I like my, that one. My favorite upset. You know, I'm a low-key Michigan guy still. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Is it because of the Owen Power effect? 
Uh, no, more like the Kent Johnson effect, but mm. no, I, I that think makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> BC boy. Uh, so by the way, for you, uh, your F1 driver tw- championship 2022 betting. Yep. Lewis Hamilton is favored to win at plus 175. Max yep. Verstappen at plus 185. Uh, George Russell at plus 650. George Russell has the third best odds to win the driver's championship this year. Dark horse. Charles Leclerc at plus 750 with Ferrari. Carlos Sainz with Ferrari at plus 1600. Uh, and even, I'll, I'll give you a Lando Norris, McLaren driver who is, uh, he was born two weeks after I was, in, oh. is plus 1,800 to win the championship. Okay. Uh, and your guy, Sebastian Vettel, is plus uh, 12,000. That's a lot. Um, okay. Yeah. George Russell is intriguing, but I'm going to say Verstappen's going to win it, win it all this year. Can I do a... Uh, I can't do a parlay of uh, Mercedes <laughs> and George Russell for the uh, championship. Um, all right, that's Scott talking Formula One. Um, he's betting on he's betting on Max Verstappen. Respectable yep. uh, mailbag question. Um, yep. Friend of the pod, Aiden Aiden Ramage. Uh, yep. He asked thoughts on the Thomas Brady situation. Um, the Thomas Brady situation, I'm pretty sure Thomas Brady was a Confederate general back in the day, but, um, the Tom Brady situation, which is probably what you're referring to. Um, yeah, this, I saw something on Instagram. It was quite funny. Um, well, one thing I saw, Tom Brady saw the gas prices and said, you know what? Fuck it. I got to unretire and make some money. Um, that was one thing. The other thing that really caught my attention was, after two months of being retired, living at home with wife and kids, Tom Brady had enough and unretired. Yeah, I think there is some actual truth to that, though. <laughs> so here's my thing on Brady. Sure, bring it. I never thought he was fully retiring. Right. I didn't quite believe it. I also don't quite believe he's coming back. Okay. I like. I need to see him in uniform. Yeah. On the field until I you're truly a, believe. You're a, I'll believe it when I see it kind of person. Yeah. Okay. I, right. I mean, I wouldn't doubt that Tom Brady hates spending time with his family. Um, you know, it's it. You know, I I, I, I get. I, I mean, he I, spent like seven months of the offseason with them anyway. So. Yeah. So like, like you what's, know, what's five months gonna do? Wow. He, you know, he spent like a month with them and he's like, no, fuck this. I'm, I'm done with this. No, screw it. I, I, you kids yeah. suck. You're just on, you're just on iPads all day. Don't go outside. All you do is play Fortnite and, and yeah. uh, what's the, and then, well, then Tom's Where's like, Hey, got, he's like, Tom's like, Hey, you guys want to go outside and play some football? Like nobody plays football anymore. Dad, we're all playing, you know, wordle Rock, like rocket league or yeah <laughs> we're not playing football dad go back you know go play football somewhere else boomer and just like that <laughs> i'm sure tom's like well fuck you kids like god um yeah, one one of his uh one of his kids to be like yeah fuck you dad and that's and then that's enough to set him off and then they, you know, he just starts getting his kids to run like Oklahoma drills in the backyards. Like you kids are gonna learn today. <laughs> learn what it's like to be a real, real adult. Um, and then you know, Giselle's just like, "No, Tom, don't do this to them." It's like they're gonna learn today, Giselle. They're gonna feel the wrath. <laughs> yeah, she's she's yelling at, at at Tom in Portuguese, like just. <laughs> You don't do this. Don't do this. It's just like, no, I'm going to do this. Like, there, this is happening. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, oh. I mean, again, I don't – I'm not going to believe it with Brady returning until he's actually on the field again, until he's actually playing. Um, yeah. I do like him coming back, though. I think it's good he's not – I think he wants to end on top. To be honest, well, that's that was my point when I like I, I feel like I made that when he retired, where it's like, yeah, like 
You really do we all just believe this guy is just gonna retire after losing like not even a super like not even getting to the Super Bowl? We think this yeah. guy's just gonna go out as a loser? No, this is Tom no. Brady we're talking about here. He's gonna go out with his eighth ring and he's gonna retire after he gets his eighth ring. Whenever that is, who knows? But I don't know. We'll see. Do you think do you think Gronk's back too, if that's the case? Probably. Probably. Yeah. Probably. But what, what's Gronk what's Gronk gonna do? Go back to WWE? Right. Gonna go back to just you know, hanging with Camille, probably. Hanging and part, going partying and drinking with his supermodel wife. So it's not bad. Does Gronk have a supermodel wife? Have you not seen Camille Kostak? I don't. I don't recognize that name. Dude, oh, you have some scrolling on Instagram to do, buddy. She's good looking. I I guess I do. Play that for free. Is, is she the blonde? Yes. Mm. Is she Portuguese? <laughs> no. Uh, no. Um, well, Giselle's Brazilian, but she speaks Portuguese. Oh, that's right. Um, I'm, um, I, I'm totally up to date with that sort of stuff. Uh, you know, who players are going out with and who, the, who they're, you know, dating – you know, Gronk could almost be a hockey player dating a blonde girl, or are they married now? I think they're married. Um, Gronk sh- probably, the, if he can skate, he would be one hell of a hockey player. Gronk and JJ Watt. I would not want to go near JJ Watt on skates. That would, should be the that, that should be the that should be the Leafs rushed. That should be the Leafs top D pair. It's Gronk and JJ Watt. Dude. I mean, that's pretty good. <laughs> um, okay, uh, Brady, yeah, he's going to retire. Or he's going to come back, then retire. Once he wins the Super Bowl. Another one. Yeah, he, he just he can't figure it out right now. Uh, final question. Yes. Uh, this is coming from SYP creator uh, Fuji, who asks, uh, what is the best Dorito? What's your favorite, excuse me, favorite Dorito flavor? Interesting. Am I going first? You go first. I'll go first. Sweet chili heat. Oh, great minds think alike. Sweet chili heat is my favorite Doritos flavor. I'm not a I'm not really a chips guy, but if I had to get a bag of Doritos, sweet chili heat. We had something at Super Bowl. I don't know who brought them. I want to say like Nathaniel and the guys brought like Cool right. Ranch. Cool oh, Ranch. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Spicy Cool Ranch or something. Might have been that, yeah. Those are really good. Those are, yeah. There you go. So I'm not a big cool ranch guy to begin with, but those right. were good. And if I had to get a favorite Dorito, Dorito favorite bag of Doritos, it would be uh, sweet chili heat. There you go. Very interesting. Our consensus is uh, sweet chili heat. That's interesting. We there don't usually we don't usually agree on this podcast. Not often. Well, no. Yeah. Not like not like that. That's like no dead set agreement. Where we actually like, you know, agree. Yeah, where we just, you know, what a nice, what a nice question. Podcast. Pardon? What a nice way to end the podcast. That was great. Yeah. Um. This is this is weird because usually we just debate and argue over like our last topic until we sign off. But no, we're actually gonna sign off on like a positive high note. A positive high note. Yeah. We're taking the uh, SYP taking a high road question mark. What? Yeah, what is this? I know. In this economy, um, Scott, what do you got planned for this week? What? What? Do you, anything? Uh, how? Hey, how was hockey last night? Did you? Uh, you guys hockey, crushing it? Hockey was good. We did win. The score was eleven to four. We kind of dominated, but the other team had like five guys missing, so it was kind of like expected. oh it was a it was an asterisk win is what it was it guys. was an asterisk win yeah it probably would have been like 11 to 8 had they had a full roster or it would have been like mm. a lower scoring game like 7-5 maybe um no it was good good win we have clinched first place in the standing in the league so we will probably get we will get the early playoff game hopefully potentially maybe uh, gotta figure that out. we haven't figured out playoffs yet so we'll figure that out mm. they start april 3rd um and then when are you done school my last final is well it's weird i like i have a final on april 11th and then i have like a couple of projects due after that 
Nice. So it'll probably be all wrapped up and done by April 20th at the latest. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, that should be good. That should be exciting. Um, hey, anything else? Promote, share, go, go, go check out your, your, are you going to start, you know, streaming on Twitch, your call of duty? No, I'm not nearly that good. Um, no, I, I think that would be entertaining though. It's just to, like have like, you know, a novice, you know, gamer just like trying sure. out, Hey guys, let me welcome back to my channel. Uh, yeah. Here we are playing call of duty and you just spend 30 minutes just getting your ass kicked. It's like, Oh, we're making some progress. Not really, but you know, yeah. we're here to have fun. Start from the bottom, work my way up. Um, yeah. no, I honestly don't have any time for like, I've played shell like maybe twice in the last two weeks. And Fair. I've, they call it to do like the same amount of time, like once or twice in the last month, maybe. Um, yeah, I played like, like a like a ten minute game today, but it's just, dude, I'm so busy with practicum and school and work and and other commitments and. But I might go to the Rockets game Friday. Might be Who are they Rock- playing Friday? Kamloops. Maybe Ooh, that should be a good game. Yeah, we'll see if um, significant other wants to go too, but we'll. Uh, if the GF wants to go to a Rockets game, but it's her, her decision, not mine. So, um, fun date night, I'm sure, is the Rockets. Yeah. Um, yeah, might be. We'll see. Um, you heard that from me first, uh, mostly because I don't know what else there is to do in Kelowna um, to go uh, socialize or, or oh, date there's night. A few, there's some nice places to go. I'm just not aware of them. I When I go to Kelowna, I'm usually going to Rockets games. Um, Maybe it's the move. It's the move. Might be. Maybe. Um, Yeah. So, you know, good for Scott. Uh, I just want to plug again. You should go follow me in the work I'm doing with the silver tips. I, uh, I did the, uh, I don't know if you saw Scott, I did the buy Seattle caption with the capital L uh, and our win Saturday. And that pissed off some people. That was, that was that was funny. Yeah, I do. I have to remember that one. That was great. Um, I got three. I got. Uh, I'm covering four games this upcoming week. Um, I'm almost done school. I think my semester ends April 5th. I think that's not bad. That's pretty early. But then I got one more. I got my summer class. I got one more class. I have to do end of April May. And then I should be uh, all wrapped up with the with BCIT. So, you know, we'll see how that goes. There you go, man. Good so stuff. We'll do more Ask IP stuff then, hopefully. So I, you know, can be more consistent than just a podcast a week. <laughs> um, thank you very much for listening. Thank you to Scott for taking the time to be here. It's greatly appreciated. Uh, I think are we, we'll do trade deadline talk next week, possibly. Definitely. Oh, yeah. It'll be right. right. It'll be fresh, fresh in our memory. So I think trade deadline talk will be good. So Monday check block. us check us out next week when we pod. Check us out Rav and I Thursday doing content for the Canucks Red Wings game. And uh, thank you very much. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. You know the drill. You know what to do. I don't need to tell you. So we'll be back again soon. Peace out. <laughs>